Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Scream. My name is Daniel and joining me today is Anthony. Oh, I thought you were going to refer to me as my fellow ghost face killers. My fellow. <laughs> Again, it turns into Jack Nicholson. I can't do it. Hello, Daniel. There it is. That's that's cool guy Jack cool joining guy us on the show. Hey. And Shay joining us on the show. Hey, hey, how you doing there? It is pretty great to be finally talking about this movie because this film has been out in our sister country for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being the United States. Theaters have just reopened in Ontario, and of course, the movie podcast had to be there on day one to bring you our little late, but always welcome review of Scream. Uh, how are you guys doing? Shay, I'll start with you. You know, I'm doing great, man. Doing great. It's good to be back in the theater. It's uh, it's good to finally have seen this movie and avoided the spoilers. It is, yeah. And there's a lot to talk about. We, uh, Do you guys want to talk about spoilers in this? Do you think it's been enough time? Are we going to let our, our fellow Ontarians wait? Or do you want to talk about spoilers in this review? I feel like it's been time. Really? What do you think? You want to you wanna, you wanna go spoiler free? You know what? Our audience is not just Canada. It's true. We're, and a lot of Canada have seen this. International <laughs> we're like Pitbull. We're like Pitbull. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Worldwide. Mr. Mr. Worldwide. 305, baby. Mr. Worldwide. So. Uh, yeah, so we can. I think we we'll will. spoil it. We'll spoil some uh, twists and turns. Uh, of the knife as we get there but as always you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single monday we have an amazing episode out right now where we talk about our most anticipated movies of the year so do not miss it uh of course you can also follow us at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok and letterboxd and don't forget to leave us a review on apple Podcasts, spotify join our discord and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. Some quick announcements. Like I said, we have a great episode out right now on the Movie Podcast feed where we talk about our most anticipated films of the year. Later this week, we will have our review for Jackass Forever. That will be out on Thursday. So definitely tune in for that because I think we're going to have a really interesting time reviewing that one, Being me, seeing me as the uh, Jackass fan number one over here. Uh, but today we are talking about Scream. This film is directed by Matt Bettinelli, Olfen, and Tyler Gillett. The film stars Melissa Barrera, Kyle Gallner, Mason Gooding, Mikey Madison, Dylan Minnette, Jenna Ortega, Jack Quaid, Marley Shelton, Jasmine Savoy-Brown, Sonia Amar with Corny Cox, David Arquette, and Nev Campbell returning. Uh, Scream is coming out, and thanks to our friends at Paramount for releasing this movie here in Ontario. We did not get an advanced screening of it because theaters were closed, but we'll thank them. Anyway, you can catch this movie out now in all theaters across Ontario, across the world, across the states, wherever you're, you could watch movies, you could watch this film, and Anthony is going to tell you a synopsis. 25 years after a streak of brutal murders shocked the quiet town of Woodsboro, a new killer has donned the ghost face mask and begins targeting a group of teenagers to resurrect secrets from the town's deadly past. So Scream is not the first legacy sequel um, that we've seen in recent years. And we actually were just talking about legacy sequels a few weeks ago on the movie podcast. Uh, Shay, give us your first reaction to uh, this sequel just titled Scream. Or should we call it a requel? A requel? do in the film. Five, five cream? Like, I don't no? like that. No, with the like five that. instead of the yes? Five cream, I don't five, like Five cream? Five cream? That sounds like a... That sounds like a, a fraternity? Fraternity, yeah. You yeah. have to pledge five cream, you know? Five cream. <laughs> 
It's the worst fraternity ever. It is, yeah. You, do, it's a lot of death. Is a lot happening. of death. A lot of death. Um, look, I, I, I love the Scream films. We had our Scream, um, commentary as well. Daniel, you and I rewatched Scream three and four recently. It was your first time watching those. Watching three and four, yeah. I've only yeah. ever seen clips of three and four, right. but finally watching them in their entirety was great. Yep, yeah, yeah. So. You know, I, I love the franchise, and going into this, I was a little skeptical before it came out, before the reviews were coming out, because, you know, going back to this world so late, new directors, I was a little nervous. But I'm really happy to say that I had a great time with this film. I really enjoyed it. I really liked what this movie was trying to do. Um, the self-awareness, I think, was still on point. I think it's a great ode to to Wes Craven, who started this franchise and who directed four of these movies to move on to these two directors, I think they did a fantastic job. There's good thrills, good scares. There's moments that you don't expect. Um, so I genuinely think I had a really good time with this movie. That's great. You know, I think I think for myself as well, uh, coming into this as a Scream fan, but not having um, having the love of it as I think both of you have had growing up with it, um, I had a really good time with this movie too. And I think it really leans into the meta-ness of it. And something that we were speaking about before um, on the car ride home uh, is that you mentioned like, you know, Scream kind of goes away for a little bit with the with the fourth film and came back and had to kind of respond to all of the horror films at the time. And I think this Scream film, and again, even the title itself just being called Scream um, is kind of referencing a lot of the horror films that are being reintroduced into the into the world with legacy characters but telling a new story yeah like halloween at halloween and there's there's tons Texas and chainsaw massacre they've done they've done so many of these things where you know they come back to the franchise and they name it the original movie but it's technically a sequel to the first one right yeah anthony where are you with scream i'm conflicted just, what what's conflicting i'm you? just i'm in the middle i i i liked it but i didn't like it i'm i'm conflicted with what i watched I think the meta-ness of it was too on the nose, and I think that's where I had issues with the uh, this version or this new requel of the series. Um, I did like some of I did like certain aspects of it. I found the middle part to be a lot slower. I think this movie is about an hour and fifty-four minutes. I thought you were going to say this movie is about an hour and fifty-four minutes too long. I'm like, damn, dude, that's that's <laughs> mean. mean. No, no, that's no. really mean. Um. Yeah, I I would have loved to see more legacy characters in their roles rather than I felt like they were just shown and they were rushed in, but they didn't get enough time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you felt the same way, especially when you see Sydney Prescott come back. It's like she shows up and then she disappears, and then she shows up again. It's like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, I don't know. I maybe it's just me wanting her to be you want more of their story yeah i get it and i think that's where i'm at i don't know if i want to see a new generation of scream characters i just want to maybe see a new generation of a horror film right that kind of revolves around this but i get not it. around scream mm-hmm. um because scream is sydney prescott it's like Stu- star wars is luke skywalker and halloween is halloween is michael myers it's that is that is the story it's and i feel like this story maybe they were trying to create a new sydney but she wasn't strong enough as a character and i don't even think her acting abilities in this movie were as good as nev campbell's and um her name is melissa barrera melissa barrera she was in um in In the heights Heights, where i didn't like i I didn't think she was Mm -hmm. anything great in that film right yeah so i get it 
I'm I like certain parts of it. I really like the opening sequence. It was interesting. It's a different take. Um, I like some of the the you know the murder the we'll say the planned out murders that happen throughout Woodsboro during this chain of events that are in this movie. But I just I don't know. I just there was something off about it, and it's not the weakest scream film for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not the highest either. I get it. And I, it, you know, it's interesting cause you mentioned star Wars and there's a lot of moments in this film that I was thinking about star Wars. I mean, cause you, and they literally, there's a whole soliloquy in this film where they're talking about what is, what requels are and, and, and these reboots, their sequels and their reboots, but they're not really reboot because they're bringing back these old characters. And there's a lot of moments in this film that I was thinking about, Oh wow. Like this is very force awakens where David Arquette's kind of like the, grizzled han solo character who's coming back to help them and again spoilers if you do not want anything i'm going to spoil something right now david arquette dies and he dies one-on-one with the killer and it was very very reminiscent of like han solo and ben solo and and kylo ren killing him like it just there was a lot of moments of that and i think like the matrix resurrection did too the matrix resurrection focused so much on you know talking about how studios are all out of ideas and then it, it was like par- parroting them and then it kind of fell victim to it where this movie I think did a lot better job of that because Scream has always been that. Scream has always been that series where it was referencing um, the Stab movies and how that was based on the, their own stories and there the, it was very meta throughout where this one really leaned into it and, and I think tackled what's happening now with the legacy sequels and the reboots and things like that. So I think it did a really fun job with that. You're not wrong though. They really did nail it over the head is that what was that the term nail that we on, kept not nailing it on the head nail it on the head over the head over the head that, they, they were hitting us over the head with it i meant yeah. to say yeah they were shooting us in the face they were shooting stabbing the, us right in the chest there you go so they were telling us all the time that this was like hey this is hey hey it's me <laughs> Ghostface. <laughs> that's yeah, jack nicholson <laughs> uh they kept telling us throughout this movie that hey this is a recreation of the first movie and there's a lot of moments where like, we're coming back to the original house and we're bringing back all these characters who were all affected from the first movie. And like, it, so I think it was really cool. And I think for myself, who was, you know, uh, I think more of a general audience person watching this movie, I went to this as this is like, this is just a really fun slasher. Um, the screen movies never were scary to me. I think Ghostface is a scary figure, but it's not horror in the sense where I, I would get with Halloween because yeah. it's it's very fun and it could be very lighthearted. There's a level of parody to them, right? Right. Like you kind of, when you're watching it, you're like, okay, this is a slasher for sure, but it's still a parody. And it, it blends this weird horror comedy thing that right. not a lot of horror movies can do successfully. But I no. think Scream is consistent with that. It's true. And, and I think that's why when they were looking at who could we get to direct this movie, let's get the directors of Ready or Not, who I, th- mm-hmm. who I think directed one of the best horror films in the last 10 years because it really was taking something that we know and doing something different with it and putting yeah. a different spin and maybe a, a bit of a fun twist yeah. on it right they had a lot of fun with that movie they made it almost like a comedy as well and coming into this one i felt a lot of that dna was still present i also think that this is one of the best looking scream films it the is cin- the cinematography yeah. i thought was really wicked there are moments where the camera is moving a certain way and it's creating that tension and it's really close up and there's moments where you think that they're gonna close the door and the killer is gonna be right there and they tease it so well that you're like okay i know you're trying to do this oh you're not it's gonna a psych out and then it is oh, okay so it was it wasn't a psych out but it is a psych out so right. they i think they did a really good job of that 
yeah, it was a lot of fun. The direct, the sorry, the cinematographer of this film uh, is working on Stranger Things season four. Uh, was the cinematographer of the Black Phone. Uh, did Ready or Not, of course, and uh, I'm just trying to see if there's anything else here that we know them from. The director's name, uh, sorry, the cinematographer's name is Brett uh, Jutkiewicz. I apologize if I butchered that because I for sure did. Uh, but any other thoughts on Scream? I, I I actually had a weirdly, really fun time watching this movie. Like Anthony said, though, it definitely does have uh, a dry spell in the middle where it how, definitely lulls. How did you How did you feel about uh, Skeet? And this, is, this is spoiler. Spoilers, they're ready. They know. Skeet Ulrich coming back and... Reprising his role as Billy. Reprising his role as Billy and being in this world. Because one of the things we haven't really talked about is that the the reason why Billy Loomis is back is because Melissa Barrera's character is the daughter. E. illegitimate daughter illegitimate daughter and they they explain it in a way that you know it works for the film it, like it, I, it, it didn't it bother me exp- it was hard to even remember how it happened what like how she like when this part of the story happened yeah you know what i'm saying like when did billy loomis cheat on sydney sydney you know like well, it yeah just, like if it felt like well i guess the scream yeah, really just takes place just over, over in a couple of days right like the original scream film is just a couple of days so we don't know what happened prior to that yeah so but that yeah we, we seeing him come back that was kind of weird initially because you can tell it's makeup and de-aging um it didn't look too bad though i think but it didn't look too bad i think the first initial shock kind of i was like oh this is weird yeah, yeah. uh but all the other shots because it was like through a reflection or a However, it was being it was shown. Obstructed in some yeah, way. It, it was enough to like be recognizable, but not distracting. Yeah, for sure. No, but I, but I, I thought that was a cool take. Interesting um, way to connect connect that tissue, and it it to me it was a much better way than how Scream Three did it with the whole fucking brother thing. Like that thing was so stupid. Whereas this, I was like, I can kind of buy this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, oh yeah. I totally forgot the brother, and then. In Scream Four, it was the niece, right? Yeah, which I which I which I got as well. Yeah, I I, I fucked the whole niece thing. That like that was like that made sense to yeah, me. Yeah, but it was cool. Again, like we're bringing back uh, like, like this legacy character who is probably one of the most like known, like I guess remembered yeah. Ghostface killers, right? Yeah. And now we're kind of seeing what that lineage looks like in this film. Yeah. Now I'm just curious, like, do they do they wait a while? Do they make another one of these movies? Like, what do you what do you guys expect? I don't want a sequel. I I don't I don't. I think like Scream is done. Like right now, it's done. I think it's time to move on from Scream because what other stories can you really tell? Mm-hmm. Like it's always going to be like based. It's on always how, someone you know. It's always someone you know. It's in the friends of your of your group. It's someone you know that's related, and yeah. there's always going to be a legacy. There's character. like like a joke to it where it's like you can't. How many times can you be telling the same? And it's its own joke, right? Re- so you know, does it become? Like a joke at a certain point where we were watching these screams and we're just oh well it can't it has to be one of these people right you know wouldn't it be amazing like it wasn't it was just this random person who put yeah, on the mask just and just killing yeah but it's possible I yeah think, I don't I don't know if I don't want another scream at like, this point I I think the reason why I'm afraid to go into another sequel for Scream is seeing how Halloween one happened or 2018 sorry and then how Halloween ends or kills oh god sorry. Halloween kills Kill, yeah. Halloween kills came out it it was such a it was such a blow that I was like oh man 
if Scream Scream almost feels like it needs to be like the Groundhog or, or like the the Pennywise. It comes every ten years. Yeah, Scream movie where ho- horror is a changing genre and it's adapting, and that's when Scream can come out and parody it and make fun of it and do it, and then they put it to rest. Yeah, yeah. Then another ten years go by and Scream you, comes you, back again. You could bring it back, yeah, because if you're if you're bringing it back for just another sequel. You're just going to be telling the same story, then you're falling exactly what you said, Shane, into the camp of Halloween Kills, where you're just like, this is not necessary. Mm-hmm. This is not doing what Halloween did in 2018. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in my head, like I, when Scream Four came out, it feels like it just came out. Like you know, my like Emma years. Roberts is in it, and it just seems like she looks the same too. Yeah, so she like, looks <laughs> the same. So it just didn't feel like ten years passed. Yeah. So when this came out, I'm like. But the other one just came out. Yeah, yeah. It almost you almost want to say it messes like with two, you. Twenty years. I think I think it's good to like take a break from these films and bring them back twenty years because it just builds that momentum, that hype. Even ten years, it just felt like Neff Campbell doesn't look any different than ten years ago. Yeah, she just looks great. Yeah, but I would have rather seen more of her. Yeah, right, I get that. Um, so yeah, we spoke about we didn't talk about who the killers were though. Um, right. but it, I think it's hard to tell you who the killers are without, without the context. context yeah so we'll we'll maybe we'll save that we'll part. save the killers but yeah. we we can say that you know david arquette, david arquette. Uh, david you really arquette want to talk about david arquette dying david arquette dying um was a funny moment to me only because it was just like that makes you laugh death makes me howl with laughter oh yeah i was wondering no. why you kept laughing i was like oh scenes. And I like, literally, we were all I laughing at the jokes and i turned over to daniel and he's like <laughs> look at him bleeding and I'm like, oh. <laughs> no just because he it was such like a heroic moment of it him was. like he's like you gotta hit him twice you know like you gotta yeah. go for the headshot right yeah and then the doors close i'm like this dude is about to die about and then, to like die. but again it, it's crazy that like we're four movies into a series that's 25 years old and you know we're getting a main character a mainstay of this series who's now dead dead you know i know it's sad that was like jamie kennedy you know like randy was the survivor in the first one along with f campbell and so on and so forth and then dies in the sequel he dies really quick though he dies really quick and i thought dewey being his character being he like that he's always he's always like looking out for the for his for that gale and for uh, for that small group him being him dying like it's actually like it sucks it sucked and he was always like he himself was a sad character because he never never got the girl he never he would get the girl oh, we got the girl. he lost the girl lost the yeah. girl lost her and like in the last one he got her and then you, you now know he lost her yeah i mean he it's just a story like, of courtney cox and david arcade yeah. a lot so he would kind of be like a little nerve damaged limpy yeah <laughs> little gimpy a <bit. laughs> little gimpy so little limpy little limpy mcgimp you'll never oh, hear man. his song like his little theme like the dewey theme yeah the little guitar strings oh you you know that yeah but like i'm okay <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> like i would have rather seen you want you you wanted sydney to gail. die oh gail oh. oh sydney you don't fucking kill sydney no gail like you if you gail though gail gail's been shot before and like courtney cox if she dies I she got shot in this one yeah she got shot in this one too yeah i just wouldn't feel anything i'd be like oh oh no it took monica it died t- literally took dewey's death for her to think i'm gonna write a book about dewey yeah, yeah. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? that's her character growth like, right that's, there that's such a shitty way of like honoring a character by 100 writing a book about your best friend who literally dies well no yeah, she, i'm not gonna write to, a book about this murder well she I'm wants gonna, to do something nice for him finally right like in, in terms of she kept making like gail's storyline from all four films has always been that she's that bitch yeah 
And now she can have that change. Fucking thirty years later. Hey, hey, whatever, whatever it takes. But here's the thing, you you know, Anthony, you mentioned earlier about the legacy characters coming back. We do get Sydney introduced pretty early on into the movie after the first kids with the kids, and she was jogging with the kids, and she gets kids though. You know, you just see the stroller. Could have been a dog in there. It could have been a dog. You're right. But she she also said, my kids and what is her husband's name? Michael? Mike. Mike, Mike, they're hidden away somewhere. Mike Myers. Mike (laughs) Myers. Probably. Dude, if they, if Sydney, okay, here's the thing. But, but sorry, I just finished my thought, but hold on to yours. We see her introduced very early on to the film. And then, like you said, she is gone because she's not related to any of the characters. And then she doesn't come back till very much later on to the Uh third. Just... At the end of the second the start act. Start of the third act. Yeah. Ending of the second. End of the second, start of the third is where really, we really start to see her. But this film still is very much about uh, Samantha and Tara, the two sisters. Uh-huh. Yeah. Your thought. If they, 20 years from now, they do another scream. No, we're still doing a review on it. It's her kids. <laughs> Who are Ghostface? Yeah. They're little Ghostface. Ghost she has to kill her kids. Ghost kids. That. Now you put it on a whole nother level Damn. of ghost face killers. How, you're, you have to kill your own kids? How old is she going to be by then? How old is Dev Campbell going to be in 20 years, though? Well, she'd be like 70? Jimmy Lee Curtis's age in the sense that... No, not 70. Yeah. How old is she now? Uh, I'm looking this up. Okay. Neville there's Campbell's like, age. Okay. We don't have She's to be, 48. Okay. So she'll, yeah, she'll, she'll be like 70. 70. Yeah. So, okay. Jamie Lee Curtis. She came back. Yeah. In her 70s. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with that? What's wrong, what's wrong with that? I feel like we were about to start arguing with yeah, each other. We all, but we were all okay oh, no, with we it. We were all getting <laughs> way to argue. Like, what the fuck? We were okay with it. My thinking is... You want her kids to kill her. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Like she has, it's like this girl... You should write the next get, Scream movie. Can't get out of it. She scream 6. Out. She's so in deep with the Scream mm-hmm. and the Ghostface killer. She has to kill her own kids. Damn. That's... But you know what? She's like, fuck it. I'm just going to kill myself. Oh, so this is a new, this is a new, it's a new twist. Scream six. Like, I suicide wins. <laughs> and that's, and then you follow, and that's the movie. You follow her kids mm-hmm. in the, the trilogy of movies. Oh, now it's a trilogy oh, of movies. So there's there's no more. hero. Oh, you're now, now it's just, now, now you're just talking about serial killers. Normal <laughs> horror films is the villain. And we watch the Dude, villain. Is Hollywood 60. listening to this? Hello, Hollywood. Because it's all Hollywood up. It's always about <laughs> Hello? The, it's always about the hero. There's always a hero. Yeah. Why? True. Why can't the villain win? Because that's just that's just that's not how movies that's not how movies work, man. Films but that's that not way. Scream anymore, because Scream is all about it being about the movies. Yeah, that's just that's it, just that quiet. ain't this that ain't this kind of movie, Anthony. Yeah. But we're talking about fifty years of Scream has to change, it has oh, to evolve. Now it's a fiftieth anniversary special. Oh wow. Well, it's you know? like years, <laughs> 5K Blu-ray. And again, Anthony's living in the future. He is yeah. living in I'm a in a different You've already seen the the sixth Scream film. You've already seen it. No. There's no sixth the Scream. There's no six. No? So no, what man. would the next one be then? I don't know. Scrims. All right, we got we got to reel this. We got we got to reel this up. There's there's a lot going on here. Talking about things that we don't know. I will say, I think, like what we were saying, I think it even just being called Scream feels like it's more definitive of an ending because I don't think the next one will be called Scream Six. No, and I wanted to say one thing real quick. Scream kills. I really want to see the Ryan Johnson Scream. Sir Stab. Oh my god, that was amazing. That was one of the funniest moments in this movie. Some oh. That and also want to talk about because I'll, I'll be really upset if you're good about this. This movie has a really great discussion about toxic fandoms. Oh yes, yes, we have to talk about that. Really poignant, just like to- like just it just hit. I think it really hit, and I feel like there's a lot of people in this world 
that need to hear that discussion. But the, the, you know, here's the thing, Daniel. The people that are part of those toxic fandoms will go watch this movie and not get it. Like, no. it'll go right over their head. Or they'll look at it and post it and be like, yeah, this is how you guys are acting. Yes. And that's that's just all part of that yeah. cycle of toxicity that you, you, you have to see. And I think that's what this movie also did really well, was just, just talking about how fandoms fandoms are and how possessive they are in it and that was also the undoing of a lot of the the villains in this film was there a toxic fandom with screen i think i think just in general because this movie is talking about uh movies and such a big fan of movies it's just talking about fandom in general how things always have to be a certain way and if it's not something that they like they'll do it and i think a lot of it was just veiled at i think the way the last jedi was perceived and they're like oh that's that they released this and it's not what it was supposed to be and blah 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 like there's a lot of aspects to it that i think are true for a lot of people and i think there's a lot of discussion to have towards that but it's just the way people go about it because you could again like as we as we always say on the show be critical of something but don't be negative yeah i think that's where that toxicity comes from right let's get to our final recommendations anthony i'm going to get you to start us off i'm gonna say you should oh man I'm gonna say you should stream it. Okay, scream it, scream it. Add it to your, add it to it's, your it's kill list. Weird movie. <laughs> no, this movie is also a weird movie to watch in January. I, I just didn't feel like a slasher like this should have come out this part, time of the year. It didn't haven't the previous streams all been not in October though? I don't know. They've I just they've had January and I think May and yeah, but no no Halloween releases for them. I don't think so. Or close to Halloween. I well, don't understand the thinking of not having a movie that's based on horror mm-hmm. or in the horror month. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, let's, well, I yeah. get it. But, but also, Paramount also had, or is that Universal Story that had Halloween? Universal, uh, Universal was Halloween. Had it, yeah. Universal had Halloween Kills coming out, so I think they were also looking at it like, maybe let's not have two like Halloween or like slasher films back-to-back. Uh, Scream... Two, so I don't know why I clicked on Scream 2 first. came out in December. The first Scream film came January. out also in December, I'm yep. looking at here. They're both December films. Yeah, both December films. Scream 3 came out in February. Scream 4 was July, I think. And August. Scream 4 was in April. April. It was, it yeah. was an A month that yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> it was an A month, yeah. yeah. See, like July. Yes, yes. Though, <laughs> July has a secret A in yeah. I That's cool, but we only watch these movies during Halloween. You're right. And You're 100% so it's right. It's like... I don't know. It's like I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. It's stupid. It's oh, that's it. Stupid. That's, I thought you were saying it. You can come out stupid. September. You can come out like beginning of October. Yeah, like January. I guess maybe they weren't ready. Maybe the film wasn't ready. I know it was testing back then, but it also got delayed a year, did it not? It did yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, you're not wrong, Anthony. And I think I, I would say it's weird if it was a if it was a one off. But I feel like we see so many horror movies coming out in January now that January is now the official like horror month for. For movies, because mm. we've seen that the throughout the years. But with a movie like Scream, this movie would have cleaned up in October. But it's cleaning up right now. It's cleaning up now. It's doing well. It's doing well. It did really well. So Anthony said, "Scream it." Shay, where are you at with it? Uh, I'm saying, watch it. Yeah, I really enjoy this film. I think if you're a Scream fan, you'll have a good time. Uh, or if you like, the theater is now open. If you haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home, go watch that. If you have seen that, go watch it again, and then also watch this. Uh. Great. I had a great time with this movie. I'm going to say watch it, especially if you're looking for something to go see in the theaters that you haven't seen yet. Now that they're back open here in Ontario. Um, I think this was like, it's a really fun movie. Yeah. Uh, it is, I think, a little hair too long. So uh, be prepared for that. But I think other than that, you're going to have a really bloody good time with it. 
Uh, I won't do the voice anymore. Is it British? <laughs> no, we're not doing they, that again. You need to switch Ghostface to a British. Yeah, how come story? Ghostface doesn't travel? <laughs> Why is he Ghostface only Woodsboro. You can't go out on flights with those knives. No, man. or the mask. They'll know. Yeah, they'll be like, hey, sir. Why can't they be like. Also, who sell? why do they keep selling this mask after these stab movies? Hey, they still yeah. sell them here. They do. they do. I would love to see Scream in Europe. In France. Scream. Let's scream. Let's scream. That's your scream. Scream toi. What's screaming? What's screaming French? Uh, I'm scared to know. Oh, I'll, I'll let you look that up as I wrap up the show. Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of Scream. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series. Be sure to follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. Shay, do you have an answer for us? I do. It's not, it doesn't flow well. It's, it's, pousser un cri. Pousser un cri. It doesn't, you can't put that on a poster. Uh, that sounds something else, but sure. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next.